Hello and welcome to the first episode of Boar Meets World. We are your hosts. I'm Kyle. I'm Steven. Hi. Hi. In case that sounded familiar to you, you uh, you may recognize this from a certain wrestling podcast known as Raw's Boar. A hit podcast about professional wrestling. The Hulk Hogan of the PWO. Yes. Uh, Probably one of the greatest descriptions ever. Yeah, um, I think so. Know. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna if I read that, I, I'm I'm gonna listen. Yeah, I'm like that's totally modest, right there. And now when you put in that the hosts from that show are doing another show, I'm gonna oh. check that out. Big fan of those guys. Wow, that's quite a carryover. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So what are we doing on this show? Um. Uh, this show. Is what is Boar Meets World? Well, Boar Meets World is a play on our other show which is known as Raw is Boar mm-hmm. and what we're going to be covering is the show known as Boy Meets World Boy Meets World Boar Meets World um, you want to give us a brief rundown of the show Boar Meets Boy Meets World yeah Boar Meets Boy Meets World yeah is that too long dude I'm I'm gonna level with you if I heard that I'd probably turn it off right there yeah well good thing they're already listening they're hooked. <laughs> They're hooked. Um, but what's the show about? Like our show or no, Boy, Boy Meets, Meets World? Boy Meets World, because you know somebody. Oh, Boy Meets World. Come on, it's it's been a minute since it was on television. Sure, like eighteen years. Yeah, I mean, there's people that are listening to podcasts that are not old enough to remember this show. Sure, yeah. uh, it recently hit Hulu. Finally, it's available to stream somewhere. Yeah. Um. It did have a little resurgence, I guess, with a sequel show out there. Yeah. That was Girl Meets World. Strictly for... Uh, Not great. Yeah. For our pie, we are only going to be discussing Boy Meets World. Hey, we might get frisky at the end. Who knows? I doubt it. <laughs> because after watching this first pilot, mm-hmm. I was already kind of like a little freaked out because I'm like, dude, I'm pushing 30 and I'm watching a show about an 11-year-old boy. Mm-hmm. How creepy does that sound when I say it to you? Um... Not very. Not very. Do you just watch Stranger Things? Yeah. Oh, that's a very solid point. I mean, come on. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. You like the Goonies? Stuff like that? I've never seen the Goonies. Hmm. It's okay. Okay. <laughs> I remember, I it's not it. quite as good as Boy Meets World. Yeah. Dare I say, my favorite TV show of all time. I mean, the best way to describe it is you love Boy Meets World. Yeah, I, I guess that's the reason why we're doing this show in general. Yeah, because... Just, just for my love, and I'm dragging you along. I had, um... I watched it mm-hmm. growing up, you know. And it was just kind of one of those shows, like, oh, it's entertaining to me. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it didn't really have the impact on me like it seems like it has on you. Mm, that's fair. Where you're still watching it, you know, 18 years later. Mm-hmm. Almost on a yearly basis. Yeah. I rewatch this entire show. And we're we're watching the pilot, and I look over at you, mm-hmm. and you are just so laser focused in <laughs> that I feel like if you were to take your you know your fist away from your mouth as you're watching, you're quoting every word that's coming out of the actor's <laughs> mouth. Well, maybe I'm a little focused because I'm actually going to do a show about it. Oh, no, okay, that's what it is. So sure, yeah. Or I love it, and I can't take my eyes off of it. It's probably that one. Yeah. Um. We don't necessarily have a structure at this point. No. Got to figure it out as we go. Call it in the ring, as we would say on Raw's Raw's Boar. Boar. (laughs) Yeah. 
which you can check out over at Rosbor on Twitter. We're on the iTunes and all that stuff over there as well. Uh, and if you're thinking that a wrestling podcast, how does that relate to a show about, you know, an ABC, you know, family comedy? Mm-hmm. Well, well, ladies and germs. Yes, tell us. Because I don't know where you're going. Two wrestlers on this show. One had a reoccurring spot. Mm-hmm. Vader. Yes. Also known as Big Van Vader. Mm-hmm. Was on there several times. That he was. And a uh, 90s wrestling icon known as Mankind. The hardcore legend. Yeah, was on, the, was on this show as well. So we kind of have a loose tie-in. Yeah, sure. Yeah. That's good enough a reason as any, I guess. I think so. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, if they're wondering, like, you know, how does this connect hmm. to your other show, other than you, like, using the word bore. <laughs> but um, We love the word bore. I do. I love wrestling. I love Boy Meets World. Here we are. Yeah. Two loves connected. Yeah. Which is actually very fitting, considering the main theme of this first episode. Was it love? Well, it was about Romeo and Juliet, I felt like, and Feeney trying to teach Corey about love. Hmm. Let's get into it. Okay. So, I saw you scribbling away over there mm-hmm. far more than I was scribbling. Sure. Well, I was just trying to give myself kind of an outline of what was going on in the show, not necessarily points I wanted to talk about. That's actually really smart. No, thanks. Yeah, because I was just like, what am I going to talk about? I started <laughs> writing things down that I would like to talk about. Uh, my first thing, we're, yep. op- we're opening up the show, right? Watching mm-hmm. the intro. Well, the intro doesn't start first. Well, it opens, uh, we see Corey and Feeney yep. getting into it, like we're going to for the next seven seasons. Seven seasons. Um, you, you, f- you see the chemistry already? Um, I see Corey being a nuisance to Feeney, mm-hmm. and Corey being like, oh, he's just trying to bring me down, you know, because he's the man. Yeah, he's a teacher, sure. Yeah. I'm in sixth grade. But, uh, you know, I remember later seasons watching, and they definitely take on a more, mm-hmm. you know, friendly role as, like, mentor. and. Sure. I don't want to get too far ahead of okay. everything since we're going to go But I guess that's just how the show develops. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. I mean, could, could you not see that it going there from what you're seeing? I want to talk about the show as we go through, like, kind of, like, this is the first time you're watching it kind of deal. Oh, okay. okay. You know what I mean? I got you. So don't, don't skip ahead. Yeah. I mean, we... Well, there goes 30 minutes. It my, might happen, but... My talking. You know. But whatever. First, my first impression. Um, after watching the first, I guess, five minutes and then the opening intro, is this show dated? Is it? I kind of got that feeling, yeah. Tell me how. Um, the way they're dressed... Well, sure. It's very, or, um, very early nineties. Mm-hmm. Like, Ni- well, it was nineteen ninety three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's just like, holy shit! I can't get over it. Can't get over you uh, breaking the PG rule already again. I did. I really. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! We're not gonna be able to do this. PG. Uh, that's out the window. Uh, okay. Maybe, maybe that's okay. I don't know. Maybe. Uh, I mean, the, the f bomb is the limit. Maybe. I haven't read the rules on iTunes or anything, so who knows. Are, are we at capacity for our F cursing? Our shit drop? Yeah. Or F bomb? F bomb. Well, we haven't got an F bomb yet. That was the first trial that oh, we my decided bad. to restart. I can't keep track of my awful <laughs> sailor mouth over here. But yeah, is it dated? I mean, I, I think it, I think yes and no. Yeah. I mean, it's um, 
what is that? Ninety three, twenty eighteen. Mm-hmm. That's like twenty one years. No, no, <laughs> no, no, apparently, not at all. I, apparently, Feeney needs to teach me math <laughs> over here. Um, no, twenty seven years. Is it? No, not even close. <laughs> Uh, oh my well, at least the lesson for this episode, Kyle learns math. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, uh, it might be the title. 25. It's 25. Oh, is oh, it? Oh, that's awful, because my brother's birthday. He was born in 93. <laughs> and it's tomorrow. Tw- happy yeah, birthday, Zach. Be, yeah, happy birthday, Zach. <laughs> Hopefully we get yeah. him on an episode of this one day. Yeah, shout out to the, you know, to the birthday boy on the pilot episode. At um, The Nasty on Twitter. Hit him up. Is that D A nasty or? I think it's uh, the T H E. Oh, I'm pretty sure, but proper grammar. Don't, don't quote me on it. Okay. Um. Yeah, dated, sure, maybe, but at the same time, no, because I think all the things that happen and the lessons and everything are always going to be relevant. Right, because these are something that I never picked on watching as a kid. Is that they're actually trying to teach you lessons in the show? Yeah, I mean. Yeah, it's goofy. It's a sitcom. It's mainly for kids right now, at least. Yeah. But at the same time, man, there's always some adult jokes interest right. inserted cool. into kid shows. It was a primetime show. Yeah. You know, it was generated for, you know, mass appeal. Mm-hmm. But uh, as we go on, I think it, it'll get better. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. I, I, I like the later seasons a lot more than... Yeah, me too. But... There's there's still some good in season one and two, but we'll get to that later. All right. Okay. Uh, what about the third friend? That, that was like my first note. Yeah, he's like number. Uh, uh, never mind. We've already established I can't count on this episode. <laughs> oh, he's number four. Who's the third kid? Who is the third kid? I have no idea. I don't remember what his name was in this episode. Is this like his only episode? Uh, probably. At the beginning, they tried to make there be three of them, mm-hmm. but that didn't pan out, and we'll get to that later on, I'm sure. But, yeah, there he was, and probably goodbye. Yeah. Also, um, I noticed the absence of a very popular character and one of the main cast, actually. Topanga? Yeah, she did not premiere in this episode. She did not. I believe she shows up. Episode four, that late to the game, huh? Yeah, and then I think she's gone for a minute after that as well. Yeah, she was only a um, guest star yeah. initially. So you know, Danielle wasn't supposed to be Topanga. Really? Yeah, but she got it. She got it. We're skipping ahead though. Yeah. Wow. Um, Sorry. Okay. Um. So the kids are talking about how late they stayed up the night before. This is the morning at school. Yeah. What do you think about that scene? Just kind of like just kids talking. Hmm. I feel like I'm. Could you could you not relate at that, all? Or well, it's just if you're in the sixth grade, are you are you bragging about how late you stayed up the night before? No, I'm just trying to keep quiet so I can go home. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm like I don't know. I feel like I was different than most kids. I I would say so <laughs> different than most adults as well. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, then after that, we get to the opening credits, which is the worst of the entire series run, I think. Yeah, the man, I'm talking about clothing. Man, God, it sounds like I'm bashing this show. Mm-hmm. But the clothing and 
but that synth in the opening is just kind of like it's cringy. Mm-hmm. You're just kind of like, oh. It, I feel like it's gonna get pretty annoying for you as as the as like next season or two goes on. Yeah, because it's two seasons. I believe so. Okay. Until it changes, but oh boy, it changes two more times. So. Okay. Be all right. We'll get to the famous song eventually. All the later seasons with the... Yeah. Boy, I can't wait. So then we're learning about Romeo and Juliet in class with Mr. Feeney here. Mm-hmm. Corey's a little too busy listening to the baseball game. Right. On his, on his little Walkman thing. It wasn't even a Walkman, I guess. No, it was, it was just CD, like a... Little radio thing. Yeah. Maybe a tape player. I don't portable know. Portable FM radios. Mr. Feeney ain't having none, none of that. No, whatsoever. Not in his classroom. Mm. It's all about education. Right. So refrigerators running. <laughs> Percolating over there. Um, help me out. Where am I at? Uh, uh, Feeney. Feeney. Uh, baseball. Yeah. He teases them. Yeah. You know, it's like, I'm going to tell you what's happening, then pulls the plug out, and they're all pretty bummed. So they're all super into baseball right now. Which is strange, considering that uh, I feel like baseball isn't near as big as it used to be. Uh, was it huge in '93? I even feel like then football was taking the uh, taking the reins mm. as America's pastime. But I remember back in the day, like Mark McGuire and stuff, like that kind of stuff being hot when he was like getting all the home runs or whatever. Yeah, and uh, him and Sammy Sosa, right? Sure, I don't remember. Yeah. And Ken Griffey Jr. Mm-hmm. when he played for the Mariners. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I watched a little baseball. We, we know sports. Here, here. We have bit. a wrestling podcast. So. Yeah, yeah, that's real sports. <laughs> um, but yeah, they love baseball right now, which goes away eventually as well. But it's kind of interesting to see how much they really care about baseball, and the at least the season. I think it's like his obsession. Corey's obsession. Baseball. Yeah. The Phillies. Then that's just totally dropped. Um, yeah, you, you find that a lot with, like, older shows is that there's a lot more continuity errors mm-hmm. than there are today. But maybe that goes hand-in-hand hand with another lesson that I learned in this episode. Is that about love, Stephen? Well, it's not about love. It's more like um, when the mom, Amy told Corey about how you get older and your priorities change. Do you have some kind of real-world story to share with us? Uh, perhaps, but we're getting too far along okay. in the show. We'll, we'll circle back. Okay. I was just trying to tie in that loose end right now. Gotcha. Uh, so we're back to Romeo and Juliet. Mm-hmm. Trying to, trying to figure out the power of love here, yeah. basically. What Feeney's getting at. Corey's only eleven. That's what he says. What do you think? <laughs> Ain't got time for that. <laughs> okay. It's all about those Phillies getting into the World you Series. Look, you look so lost when I look at you. Really? Yeah. You know, I have that problem a lot at work too. Hmm. Like it's just, I just look overwhelmed or lost or. Okay. Um. So, anything to say about the Romeo and Juliet scene? Anything? Um, I was more of a King Lear fan mm-hmm. in high school. Well, they're not even in high school. They're in middle school. Yeah, in sixth grade, man. Oh. It seems very, um, very, I don't know, cliche. 
mm. to me. That seemed a little heavy for sixth grade. Yeah. Or but at I, least how Feeney was teaching it, I think. Well, you got to think of where we went to school. Mm. You know, I mean. Good point. We might be a little further back than Pennsylvania <laughs> when it comes to the yeah. educational perhaps, standards. Perhaps. But so. <laughs> I didn't hear about Romeo and Juliet till 12th grade. <laughs> if I made it that far. <laughs> if I made it that far. <laughs> Uh, okay, so we're leaving the classroom, yeah. and we're finally at the Matthews household, and we meet uh, Eric for the first time. Yeah, Older brother Eric. Wow, man. Yeah. Totally tame compared to what I remember. It's a completely different Eric. Yeah. From what he turns into I know. when he's just ridiculously dumb. I didn't recognize him. Didn't recognize him? Even looks? I mean, even the looks. I was like, that's not my That's not my Eric. Because he got a little chunkier later, and... Longer no. hair, or no, he didn't get chunky. Did he not? I don't think he did. Uh-huh. He started wearing those '90s baggies clothes. Yeah, you're gonna you have know? to rewatch the show. I guess so. Especially for this show. <laughs> I guess. Uh, so he's taking a he's got a date. Yeah. Kind of interferes with Corey and Eric's plans for yeah. Friday night. But uh, well, they're they're at two different um, developmental points in their life. Mm-hmm. You know. Corey is, you know, getting ready to be a preteen. He doesn't care about girls. He cares about sports and doing fun things with his friends. Sure. Eric's at that stage in life. He's 16, mm-hmm. sophomore in high school. It's all about the ladies, man. Oh, yeah. So, when did you start noticing ladies? Noticing ladies? Yeah. Oh, God. That's a toughie. You go first. I was sixth it. grade. Sixth grade, huh? <laughs> I, I dropped sports early. For uh, probably yeah, fifth, sixth grade. Yeah, yeah. That's, that sounds about right. Yeah, well, remember, remember some crushes in fifth grade. Okay, so intellectually we're behind Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. but emotionally, yeah, way ahead. Way ahead. We're like women. Yeah. <laughs> Girl meets world. <laughs> yeah. Oh wow. Well. But yeah, Corey and Eric were supposedly going to go to this baseball game come Friday night. Right. Eric gets a date. He's taking her instead. Yeah. Corey's a little upset. How do you feel about that? Uh, about what? Dumping or wh- whose shoes am I in? Um, you're just looking at it from like a third person point of view. Hmm. Brother promised you a, you know, seat at the game. Mm-hmm. You know, he decides to take his girlfriend. Mm-hmm. How do you feel? Well, you're asking me as if I'm in. I'm Corey's asking you shoes to look now. at first and third. Okay, first well, third, and third. Third person. being like, is that the wrong thing to do? Because mm-hmm. you know. Yes and no. Yes and no. Yeah, but I understand Corey's problem with it, of course. Yeah. This this is a pre-planned thing. Yeah. So it seems he feels slighted. Yeah. Which uh, when I was watching it. Initially, it's kind of taken aback by like his parents being like, "Yeah, that's that's his tickets. Eric mm-hmm. can do whatever he wants with them." Yeah. But you know, we sit down to this pod, and I'm thinking about it over and over. And stop me if I'm getting ahead of whatever you want to talk about. Yeah, go ahead. But um, like they're actually teaching Corey a very good lesson right here mm-hmm. that things do not go as planned. No, they do not in and life. Life's no. tough. Get a helmet. Yeah. Whoa. That's from Boy Meets World as well. Is it? Uh, yeah. uh, <laughs> what, was that, what was that thing you want to say? For risk of a, huh, you don't say. Or, no, what was it? Huh, that's cool, yeah. Uh, um, huh, that's cool, yeah. Um, yeah, 
Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Huh. That's cool. Um, you said you were taken aback by this. Yeah. The, the parents' reaction. Yeah, I was like... Because, like, know. is it too real? Like, it's... I, I feel like the show, as goofy as it is, it has some realism to it, especially the, like, relationships and how the parents are involved and... I don't know. My parents were never really involved with my relationships. Mm. Okay, sure. And your relationships? Yeah. That's not what I mean. Well, okay, sure. It's about the Eric thing. Yeah. But, like, I can see the mom, a mom being like, oh, cool, she said, yeah, good for you. And the dad, like, hey, he paid his money for it, so deal with it. Yeah. Yeah. This seemed like real parents to me. I guess. I was always yeah. taken aback by how different my parents were from television parents. <laughs> so. Well, I mean... This is the only episode, and they were only in, like, two scenes. Yeah, you don't much. really get a good gauge of them as people or but, parents. But, of course, I'm seeing ahead. I know I'm not supposed to, but yeah. I don't know. I, th- I think they're a little more real than most TV parents. I'll tell you right now, the most real parents I've ever seen on television mm-hmm. is married with children. Really? I'm just kidding. <laughs> At least for your household. <laughs> yeah, my sure. household. That was relatable. Like, like, now that I'm watching it, to diverge for just a little bit. Mm-hmm. Now that I'm watching now, I'm picking up on all these things my dad used to do. Mm-hmm. I'm like, holy fuck, my dad would... Oh, I did it again. Yeah, it's his first first F-bomb of the oh, show. Oh, gosh. I am so sorry, listeners, if you are of the PG persuasion. <laughs> but yeah, I'm just watching Al Bundy, and I'm like, oh my god, my dad is Al Bundy. Sure. But anyways, going back to... He sells shoes and um, <laughs> no. has a woman-hating organization. That one might be there. <laughs> uh, okay, and now we find out Feeney is Corey's neighbor. Right. It's the first time we find that out. God, can you imagine how much that would suck? Um, I guess it would depend on the teacher, but if it's the one I have basically for the rest of my life, like Corey does, yeah. not so great. Well, I mean, from his point of view, he just sees it as like Feeney's, you know, an obstacle. Sure. He's got a rat on him, everything he does. Obviously, yeah. he already did with the detention thing. Another thing that could have ruined his baseball game going experience until this girl got in the way. Yeah. yeah. Um, I noticed your face when uh, Corey said that he earned these tickets because he slept with Eric for the past 11 years. That's just me not being innocent anymore. <laughs> Which I wish I could get back to. Well, maybe on this journey, down this road that we call life. Well, I don't, yeah, you know. That's what when, we're doing. When this boy meets world, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You'll get it back. I don't know, or, man. You I, know, a, l- a little bit. You I, know? C- I can't even watch my mouth for s- s- 23 s- minutes. See life through a different set of eyes, perhaps. Maybe. Um, but, yeah, you, you looked a little repulsed by that statement. I was just like, Slap with his brother? Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's nasty. But obviously, that's not it's, what a, it's an older brother, it's a younger brother, they share the same bedroom. Yeah. Um, so Which he's, I, so I, he's had to deal with Eric his entire life, basically. Yeah, basically. Well, same room. not even basically, like for real, if he's sleeping with him for like 11 years, he's in there <laughs> when he was in the yeah, crib. Literally. Yeah. I mean, I guess. I feel bad for Eric at that point. Yeah, he's like five years old, man. He's ready to get out. In the world on his own. Yeah. And and this baby's crying in his little baby bed yeah. all day. I would dish him for a girl with the Philly uh, 
baseball. Yeah. The Philly show. Too. I said Philly show. You know, because it's a band. It's not a baseball team. The Phillies gig, bro. Um, so next we saw that uh, Feeney might be getting a little action, too. Well, he had a date. Did he? Yeah. Well, not yet. Well, no. I'm, I'm talking about in the lunchroom. Yeah. He invites her over to sit with him and whatnot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, like you were saying, Corey's up in his treehouse because he's moved out of the house in protest over Eric. Mm-hmm. Deciding to take a girl instead of him. Yeah. And he catches a glimpse into his neighbor's window. Mm-hmm. And what does he see, Stephen? Okay, so he saw the teacher, the female teacher, hanging out with Feeney at school, so this leads him to believe that they might be shacking up. He gets a phone call. I don't think he knows anything about shacking up. <laughs> Like, See, Spanny gets a phone call from his treehouse, and he looks all sad. You know, he's obviously set out two plates, yeah. whatnot. Now he's putting the other plate back. Thought that was a really good scene, by the way, with the how it was silent was. and you know, Feeney. And plus, it shows uh, wonderful acting. Yeah, for a we'll, silent scene. We'll get into Feeney because mm-hmm. um, he's definitely a special thing about this show. Oh, definitely. But um, man, it also goes to show like. Kids watching that, you know, teachers are people too. Yeah, I guess, you know, it's. Yeah. Sometimes you don't find that out, I think. No. In a way. No. I mean, obviously, when you're older, I guess, that kind of y- yeah. comes to you. But as a kid, it's like you just see this person like a couple yeah. hours a day and they do their teacher thing. Yeah. They're an authority figure and. They're telling me to yeah. stay awake and do homework. Yeah, they're more of an object than an actual person. Yeah. In your mind. Yeah. And in real life. Yeah. <laughs> fake. Authority. Fake. No. Um, this is one thing I wanted to bring up about him staying in his treehouse and his mom brings him, like, dinner. Mm-hmm. Right? Go ahead. In a bag. A brown bag. And there's, like, barbecue chicken and cake and, like, I think she said other stuff. That's that, one clean-looking bag. <laughs> that was in this little brown yeah. lunch bag. And did you see that thing he pulled out? It wasn't a chicken leg, okay? Mm-hmm. That was, like, full-on ham hock or something. <laughs> It was as big as his head. I just thought that was kind of funny that with all that's supposed to be in that little bag. Yeah. Continuity, man. Sure. You wouldn't have questioned that stuff back in the 90s. You would have got home after making... Would have rushed home from yeah. the school bus ready for Boy Meets World. Exactly. Well, it came on at night. No. Right. Well, I mean on the reruns. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. During the Disney days. Disney days. Mm. After school, they had Smart Guy, Boy Meets World. I did like me some Smart Guy. Yeah, just great, great lineup. Uh, Brotherly Love. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Might have to do a show about that. Brotherly Love? Yeah. There's only two seasons, man. That's all you need. It's good, though. Um, ba 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 ba. Yeah, dinner. He's watching him. Sees a real person. Corey's. Decided to sneak back in yeah. his house. He needs needs a fresh set of undies. <laughs> his mom busts him. Funny little exchange there, talking about who's who's still in my boy's undies. And he's like, who else would own my undies, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this leads to the previous lesson I was talking about with her. Uh, or Corey said he was abandoned by Eric for this girl, for the game. Yeah. She's like, well, you did it to your dad. And he's like, what? Hold on. I don't recall hurting my father. Yeah. <laughs> That's how he said it, too. Watch the show. <laughs> and she says, as you get older, priorities change. Yep. 
And yeah, I mean, I, I can definitely see that. I think I can relate to that, of course. Can't you? That lesson was never learned for you. <laughs> Dude, just watching this show, I'm like, holy crap, my development was so shunted. But, yeah, take that in. Yeah, well, no, I'm just I can see that. <laughs> no. But, yeah, I mean, I think I'm still kind of understanding that in a way, getting it, you know? Priorities changing? Yeah. Well, we're kind of going through it right now, I feel like. Mm-hmm. You know, we're not kids anymore, but, you know, all through our early 20s, we hung out, mm-hmm. you know, often. Sure. And it's just because we had time, but now we have, you know, you have your significant others, mm-hmm. you have other obligations you have to meet, you know, priorities do change. Yeah. And then, you know, even with family, it's like with the, you know, he used to hang out with his dad, you know. Yeah. And as you go through life, it's like, how am I going to make time for... Every friend I hang out with, my family, yep. the girlfriend, yep. whatever, you know. There's just not enough time. No. But there is enough time to record an episode of Boar Meets World. Yes, there is. <laughs> you can always find time for the things you I really was on want. my way to the gym, and then you called, and I was like, well, I've got to record. Oh, my God, I'm sorry I That's stopped you from your personal development. That's okay. You yeah. want to go after this? Uh, No. Got to work in the morning. Oh, okay. So. You don't think it'll help you sleep? Um, uh, probably make me feel real bad tomorrow. Be a little sore. Yeah. And work already makes me sore enough. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I stand at my job. I do too, actually. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, good for you. Crazy, right? <laughs> with all those years of being on my feet. Anyways. Probably a lot of pacing with your job, I would imagine. <laughs> yeah, we should probably just do a pod exclusively about this. <laughs> Name changes and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Oh, God, that'd be good. Anyways, back to yeah. this. Priorities changed. Yeah. Um, this takes us to the detention that Corey had to get because he was listening to the Phillies baseball game in class a couple of scenes ago. Yeah. If you're keeping up, I know Kyle's not. I'm not keeping up with him listening to the game during Phoenix lecture on Romeo and Juliet. There you go. His blue, Kyle's on top of it. His blue Kyle's going to kill it on this show. Yeah. I can tell already. I don't know. We'll see. All right. We'll see. Um, detention. Detention. What did you think about the tension scene? Um, you know, Feeney gave off the uh, the vibe that he was not there, you know, in his mind. He was kind of just thinking about the night before. At least that's what I got the impression. Okay. And Corey is trying to get him to acknowledge him there, and he's ready to go. Mm-hmm. Like, I've been here 38 he's minutes. He's trying to go scalp some tickets, man. Like, yeah. Or get some tickets from a scalper, I guess. But whoa, almost exited off this. Woo! Don't do that. We, we're uh, we're deep. <laughs> that was close. But um, and then he walks out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Feeney has no reaction to him dancing. Uh-oh. Says he's leaving. Leaves the classroom entirely. Yeah. Shuts the door behind him. Feeney's like, well, I'm grading papers over here. Yeah, I'm getting my work done. Okay. <laughs> um, I actually pre- would prefer if Mr. Matthews would leave. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Can we just talk about how... No, we'll finish this first and we'll okay. get into it. Um, he comes back in. Mm-hmm. Feeney has... He's frustrated. Sure. And he's like, you know what? I'm going to teach you something. What do you teach him? Start talking about love. Mm-hmm. 
what it means. Mm-hmm. What? What oh, else? Am I supposed to say something? I was hoping you'd take over because I'm drowning over here. Oh, sorry. Yeah. I only had the uh, attention. Love is aces. That's what I wrote down. Oh, love, <laughs> love is aces? Yeah. Um, he describes it being a powerful motivator mm-hmm. for things, if I'm recalling sure. it correctly, because sure. we just watched it like 10 minutes ago. Some people killed for it. Yep. Some people prepare salads. Right. That's what he said. But it's a driving force. Mm-hmm. What you will... Um, What's the line? It's the greatest aspiration of life or something. Yes. Um, is the most greatest aspiration in life is love. There you go. Which got me thinking, and it could be because, you know, I like to think that I'm 99% sure, or if she's listening, 100, <laughs> that, uh, you know, I found that person I'm going to spend the rest of my life with. Mm-hmm. So maybe I just have different aspirations, but, you know, like, love doesn't seem like to me it's the greatest aspiration of all life. So Really? Yeah. I, I mean, I think overall it is, unless you're some crazy person like you and you care more about God, man, work or My crazy is going to come out. I don't know what show. your aspiration is. I don't know either. You want to say it now? I have no idea. Want to reveal it on this podcast? Maybe we'll figure it out at the end. Yeah, good. We'll all learn a lesson yeah. throughout this show. I think. What, what do you think? Do you think it's that end-all, be-all motivator? It's definitely on the tippy tops. You think so? It's like top three, you know? Well, let's... Because nobody wants to be alone. Nobody... Or even not even a relationship thing with just love from friends or family. And I don't I don't even think that's what the real lesson is about like a relationship love. Just oh, okay. love from anyone. Right. Well in that case then yeah. It's it's up there for sure. Yeah. I think so. For you normal folk. <laughs> uh what were you trying to jump into? Uh Feeney. Okay. Can we just talk about like how eloquent he is with his speech mm-hmm. he seems like so, a british man like yeah so intelligent when really you know people kind of you know drop a deuce on high uh, you know like required school teachers like k through 12 mm-hmm. primary school teachers i guess that's what you call them you think he was in the the wrong field perhaps uh, um just based on how he acts I speaks. <laughs> yeah, if I'm watching this and I'm seeing like how like burnt out he appears to be and frustrated with Corey mm-hmm. and stuff and the way he speaks, it seems like he didn't actually hit where he wanted to hit mm-hmm. in life. You know what I mean? Sure. But as yeah. we see in later episodes, he does move up the ladder. Just keeps going. Yeah. Just follows Corey. Which is actually kind of creepy. Wherever <laughs> he goes. Um, Corey moved back in. Yeah. He tried to sneak back in. Little sister gave him up. What What do you think about the little sister scenes? Um, seems like she's there for some one-liners, very, uh, Full House-ish. That's exactly what I was going to say. They, they name-drop Full House in this episode. Mm-hmm. And then... Which had to be killing it in yeah. 93, right? Oh, God, rolling. Firing mm-hmm. on all cylinders. <laughs> And um, I feel like she was put in place in this show just to... To be the Michelle. We've got our token Michelle, yeah. Yeah. 
And, you know, some of these things in the show kind of feel underdeveloped. Mm-hmm. Well, we are talking about a pilot. That's true. We are. This is the pilot episode of Boar and Boar and Boy Meets World. Uh, boar and Boar and Boy. And, yeah, boar and Boar and Boy. <laughs> we are the podcast law form of Lar Farm. <laughs> See, fuck you for trying to make fun of me. Oh, that's number two. Well, you oh, are, that's your first one, though. You already screwed it up. That's, yeah, that's I screwed it up. Yeah, I, can, I can do it. I haven't cursed all day. I know. I was really proud of you. Yeah. <laughs> yes, Boar, Boar, and Boy. Call boar us. and Boar and Boy. <laughs> at 1 800. <laughs> we'll settle all disputes you have about 90 sitcoms. 1 800 Boy Boar. We boy know. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, so, yeah, he moves back in. There's a nice little, you know, Corey and Dad moment. Tender moment. Yeah. Um, Eric gets back, and he had a bad, bad day at that baseball game. He feels like he did. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, we all probably thought we did at his age. Mm, no. 16? No? You never had a bad day? No. <laughs> he just fucking killed it every time. <laughs> every time. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, I can yeah. see that. I was, I was not single my entire teenage life. Mm. Yeah. So you didn't have dates, but... Pretty much, no. So. I didn't have to date. I was just like, bam, there it is. Finished. Yeah. Finito. Steady. <laughs> Steady is this ship of Kyle. Very good. Um, and this leads to Corey kind of learning, but not about love in the sense of he makes Eric call her, try to get another date. Yeah. Um, take her to a movie, he says. You don't have to talk. And that's that's the kind of skills you have right now. I feel like Corey's always kind of a little smarter than he actually plays in the show sometimes. Yeah, he's more of a clown. Mm-hmm. But he's smart. Right. But maybe not at school. No. Or he's just lazy. Lazy. Yeah. I would definitely say he's lazy, and even though he wasn't really flushed out at all in the show. Sean, Mr. Hunter? Yeah. Yeah, we, ha- we had a section we wanted to call Strong Quote. It's our favorite... <laughs> Sean Hunter quote, but he only had like two lines this entire episode. Yeah. So I, was, I didn't get one. I was a little bummed. Yeah. He did have a pretty good, like, quick wit comeback, though, when they're like, look, she's eating with Feeney. And he was like, she must be new. Ha! <laughs> or something like that. Just ragging on Feeney. But going back to what you said, like, Corey is smarter than he, pret- he pretends to be. Mm. Now we're having tea. Tea time with the little sister. Mm-hmm. Token Michelle. Yeah. Corey tells her to always invite him for tea. And then he's always going to be her big brother. Oh. Which is another thing about, you know, priorities. I feel like the priorities thing was the biggest lesson this episode, at least for me. Definitely. Not love. Because but, I mean, I guess it kind of goes hand in hand. I well, don't know. love becomes like almost the central thing of this show once more characters are introduced. Mm-hmm. But the priority thing is pretty big. Yeah. It's like, always invite me. He might not come. Yeah. But, but yeah, at least try. Try to keep my priorities in line for you. Uh, I think the biggest takeaway from this episode, and maybe the entire show, is this quote right here. Go for it. 
from Corey. He says, I don't understand anything about my entire life. It just sets the premise for the whole show, right? Yeah, I think so. Boy meets world. Yeah. Um, and then after, you know, we get a fake closing and then real closing. Feeney actually sets up a date with said lady in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Realize, or, you know, it comes to our attention that it was for his sister, not her. So this is a real date now. And again, Feeney asks Mr. Matthews if he's confused. And he says, yep. And he said, as it should be. How confused are you guys going to be next time? I'm confused all the time. Yeah. So, which is the way it should be, apparently. Exactly. Are we done? I mean... Did you have something to say? No, I've, I've, <laughs> I've hit every point. All right. Well, that was... The pilot, talking about the pilot. Yeah. Um, we'll be back next week. Sounds good for episode two of season one of Boy Meets World. That's right. Thanks for listening to Boar Meets World. Check us out over on the Twitter at Boar Meets World. Very nice. Thanks. See you. Bye. <laughs>